Blog Talk Radio. This is the Mike Savella Radio Program for Thursday, March 13, 2014. This is episode 326. On today's show, we'll be talking about a fun type of way to educate people called Neff Madness. That's right, Neff Madness. This is March. It's March Madness, the NCAA basketball tournament. We'll be talking to four kidney doctors. They specialize in the uh, organ called the kidney, which they call the best-looking organ in the body. I'll have them explain that. And we'll be talking about why they are passionate about their specialty of the kidney. March is National Kidney Awareness Month. So uh, it'll be a fun show, and you will try to see me how to control (laughs) four people on the line talking about the same thing. (laughs) And you'll see me trying to get (coughs) how to get through my cold (laughs) throughout the whole show. (laughs) Let's do this, America. This is episode 326 of the Mike Savella Radio Program, starting right now. show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Mike Savilla radio program. I am your host, Dr. Mike Savilla, the one man social media machine for seven years running. That's right. Check out the website at drmikesavilla.com. And what is this show about? This is commentary about medicine, social media, life, A lot of other stuff. Today is Thursday, March 13, 2014. It is 1 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's right. We started Daylight Saving Time over the past weekend. Not Daylight Savings Time. I don't know why. I don't care. I just like making making people upset when I try to do that. Uh, And here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it uh, feels like three degrees, three degrees Fahrenheit. And I can tell you here, tomorrow here at Family Medicine Rocks World World Headquarters, it it is forecast to be 57 degrees Fahrenheit. Tomorrow, right now, it's three degrees. So that's right. Um... Wild, wild weather 
that I'm tired of. <laughs> uh, but uh, how has your week been going? Uh, before we get started, big shout out, big shout out to our friends at the uh, uh, Pennsylvania Academy of Family Physicians. I was up there uh, last weekend in the great city of Hershey, Pennsylvania. That's right, that Hershey, Pennsylvania. Too much chocolate. Was very happy. <laughs> Got to see some of the friends up there and some of the peeps. Got to learn some stuff. And I uh, have a whole wrap-up blog post about it at drmikesvilla.com. I even have pictures there. Uh, so you can go and uh, check that out. Had a good time uh, learning some stuff and uh, visiting with friends, and uh, it was a good, good time. Thank you so much to the Pennsylvania Academy of Family Physicians for the hospitality um, from last weekend. It's good stuff. So, um, so yeah. So coming up on this show uh, this afternoon, uh, I will be talking with. Four doctors, four physicians who specialize in the kidney. They describe themselves as nephrologists for those people out there who are outside of medicine, uh, which means they work on the kidney. They specialize in the kidney, but they do not do surgery on the kidney. Those are called urologists. These are called nephrologists. I know, very confusing. Why do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but they started last year with a unique idea uh, to go along with National Kidney Awareness Month, which is the month of March. And then we'll get into, into this in more detail. Uh, but coming up very soon, uh, I'll be uh, talking to four uh, nephrologists, uh, Joel Toff, Kanar Javari, Matt Sparks, and Edgar Lerma, all from different parts of this great United States, all on one show. Uh, so um, so it's, it's a fun idea. Uh, I encourage you right now uh, to go to um, <laughs> nephmadness.com. And uh, if you're at your computer and pretending like you're working, uh, and pretending like you're listening to the show, uh, you can get that out there and take a look at it, uh, nethmadness.com. Uh, so uh, I don't think I will let any more out of the bag at this point. Um, but I will tell you, but first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me continue to be a featured host on this network. Why, I have no idea. But thank you so much to Blog Talk Radio for that. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. <laughs> I am a proud family physician in full-time private practice, meaning I see pages in the hospital and in my office uh, here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. So I will take my break, and after the break, we will be talking about National Kidney Awareness Month. We'll be talking about nephmadness.com, and you will see me try to control four doctors from talking at the same time. You're listening to the Mike Savilla Radio Program, a proud member of the Proba Network of Podcasts. 
You can get there by going to promednetwork.com, and we will be right back. Back better than ever. Back better than ever. This is the Mike Savella radio program. Check out DrMikeSavella.com. So I have to tell you, so this uh, interview here with our friends at NeffMadness.com, it was recorded a couple weeks ago, and I will be playing and sharing that with you. Uh, I will also tell you uh, that I've been having some difficulties with the Blog Talk radio interface this afternoon. So I'm not sure if this entire interview will go through. (laughs) Uh, If it stops at any point, I will fix it in (laughs) post-production. Through the magic of post-production, I will fix it. But hopefully this thing will uh, entirely go through. <laughs> and again, so before I hit play here, this is uh, Doctors, uh, Joel Toff, and uh, he is a uh, founder of the blog Precious Body Fluids, pbfluids.com, and also Kanar Javari. Um, uh, the looks like the uh, also runs uh, nefpower.com and also. Uh, Chief of American Journal of Kidney Disease blog, akjdblog.org. Uh, Matt Sparks, uh, the from the Reno Fellow Network, renofellow.blogspot.com, and uh, Edgar Lerma. And everybody follow him on Twitter. He is uh, Edgar V. Uh, Lerma, uh, MD. And if I got any of that wrong, it's all correct at drmexvilla.com. <laughs> where they had the preview for this uh, show. Uh, so here we go, kids. Uh, we'll see if this goes through here and uh, have your fingers crossed here. Uh, but here are the guys from nefmadness.com. Go check out nefmadness.com as you're listening to this interview. Here we go. Now on the line, uh, you know, on the line with us, um, you, you people are. You just have to. Just you better sit down because the the madness is going to just encompass you. Uh, so uh, on the line with us, I have uh, uh, four nephrologists, uh, and they will explain what that is. Don't don't worry. Calm down out there. Uh, we have uh, Joel Toff, we have Keenar Javari, we have Matt Sparks, and we have Edgar Irma. And what I'm going to have them do, I'll have Joel start out first. Uh, uh, describe, uh, you know, who you are and, and what your practice situation is, um, and we'll just kind of go from there. So, Joel, why don't you go first? Yeah, my name is uh, Joel Toff, and I'm a kidney specialist in Detroit, Michigan. And uh, I spend most of my time taking care of patients in the office, in the hospital, take care of dialysis patients and transplant patients. 
and uh, as part of my job, I also uh, teach future kidney specialists and medical students and residents, and that ends up being a lot of my job. And I'm also uh, a medical blogger, and I try to spend a few hours every week uh, putting together um, medical blogging and doing some social media in the field of nephrology. And uh, Keenan, why don't you go next? Yeah, so my name is Ken Javeri. I'm a nephrologist also in the academic world, just like Joel. And I'm in New York, uh, in Hofstra, Long Island. Um, and uh, I, you know, do the same things pretty much Joel does. You know, I see dialysis patients, I take care of transplantations, and patients with high, high blood pressure, and, um, and, you know, train future nephrologists and people interested in nephrology to take care of kidney diseases. And also a medical blogger and one of the first few nephrology bloggers, along with the people here, uh, who started the first few blogs in nephrology. So it's been exciting to be on. And uh, Matt, why don't you go next? Yeah, thanks for having me, Mike. I am Matt Sparks from Durham, North Carolina. I'm a physician scientist at Duke University. I see patients at the Durham VA Medical Center with high blood pressure, kidney disease, dialysis patients, transplant patients, but I actually spend the majority of my time in a basic science lab trying to understand some of the basic fundamental principles of high blood pressure. And just like these other guys, I got hooked onto social media a few years ago and uh, basically spend a few hours each week writing blog posts and interacting with people online. And uh, Edgar. Hi, this is Edgar Lerma. I'm also a kidney specialist from Chicago. Uh, I'm affiliated with the University of Illinois in Chicago, and I'm primarily in private practice, but uh, I do some teaching on the side. Uh, we do rotate with residents, and we encourage uh, our younger colleagues to join the kidney specialty world, just like uh, all these guys here. Um, I am not a medical blogger at heart, but I started on Twitter a few years ago, uh, thanks to Joel Toff, and I got hooked on it. and. Just like these other guys, I also see patients with kidney disease, hypertension, uh, all of that. Edgar's being a little modest. He might be the most prolific author of nephrology textbooks in the world. Yeah. Every other week, there's another textbook by Edgar Lerner coming out. The guy is hes a true whirlwind. Wow. Yeah, thank you for the plug. <laughs> thank you for the plug. <laughs> um. So let, let, let me go to Kinnar. He actually sent me a textbook in the mail once. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> um, yeah. Let me go to Kinnar next about. Uh, so um, you know, as uh, you know, as you guys know, um, you know, the audience for my show is uh, you know, mainly not even doctors, not even medicine. Uh, so they may, may be confused by the term uh, a nephrologist. So Kinnar, what once for for the for the general public, um, you know, what is a nephrologist, and uh, you know, what what. Uh, you know, what kind of diseases and what kind of things do you guys, uh, you know, treat and study? Yeah, so uh, to make it very straightforward, it's, you know, uh, the, the nephrologist is a doctor of the kidneys, and uh, we are medical doctors, not surgeons, and we take care of medical diseases of the kidney. Uh, in patients whose kidneys fail, uh, who end up on dialysis or require a kidney transplant, we take care of them. Uh, the diseases of the kidney that lead to high blood pressure, protein in the urine, and those are the things that we kind of, uh, you know, investigate and take care of. What's fascinating about the kidneys is actually probably is the smartest organ in the body. 
and I think four of us will agree. And it's the best shaped organ as well. So, uh, you know, I think uh, we're all so passionate about nephrology that, you know, people who kind of mentored us all throughout what made us uh, like our jobs. And it's, you know, the type of patients we meet, the social interactions we have with these folks, and, you know, the pleasure of taking care of them is what really makes us proud of what we do. Um, it is probably by far the best specialty in medicine in my regards. You know, Mike, one of the things that's different about nephrology is the amount of patient contact. Uh, the patient, I have about 70 patients that are on dialysis, and I see each one of them four times a month. And yeah. So I get to know them at a level that other doctors just can't appreciate. The, they see their heart doctors maybe twice a year, maybe four times a year if they're really sick. I see them four times a month, and that goes for a lot of my patients with different conditions. All right. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, people can really kind of hear, you know, how passionate you, know, you are about the job that you do. And that's something my audience really, really enjoys. So um, I think we've kind of set the groundwork here as far as, you know, Neff Madness and, and uh, um, you know, how, how, how it kind of started. So let me let me kind of throw things to Joel here. You know, what, how, how did you come up? With Neff Mattis, and and what were the origins of this of this crazy uh, idea that you had? So uh, uh, March is uh, uh, is National Kidney Month, National Kidney Awareness Month, and as medical bloggers, we uh, we always try to uh, do something special for that month. And we were talking, we all actually coordinate on a single blog called um, EAJKD. And uh, we were working, trying to come up with uh, uh, what we would do for National Kidney Month. And we decided that uh, we would, looking at, uh, you know, we're, uh, uh, Matt and I are big basketball fans. And I was just had basketball on the brain. I said, you know, what if, we, what if we did like a tournament, like March Madness, but instead of having basketball teams, we had uh, nephrology concepts, kidney concepts. And, uh, and, uh, Matt just wouldn't let the idea die. I said, that's a great idea. And so we started pursuing that. We created a, our set of, a set of brackets. We had 64 uh, different uh, nephrology achievements. We wrote a blog post for every one of them. It ended up being uh, uh, 50,000 words of, uh, of blogging. 50,000 words? Terms. Wow. Man. It was, it was, a, it was incredibly long. Uh, you know what? I think it was 12,000 words. It was 12,000 words. You got me there. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you were to call me out on that. Uh, no, it was 12,000 words. It was 50 pages when I printed it out. Um, and it described every one of these concepts. And we put them in brackets. And then over the next three weeks, we talked about them on Twitter. We debated them on Twitter. We had people fill out their brackets. And you, we had uh, we had cardiologists arguing with nephrologists about what should win. We had pediatricians submitting entries. We had patients, dialysis patients, waiting for kidney transplants, cheering for their kidney transplant to win the whole tournament. Uh, it was it ended up becoming just a, a, a spectacle in social media as uh, as people from all over the social media landscape began to get began to get involved and argue things back and forth. We had. Uh, a vice president of a dialysis company, a large, you know, Fortune 500 dialysis company, submit his brackets. 
we had uh, uh, program directors from fellowship programs all over the nation contributing their their contribution. It was a it was a uh, uh, very exciting moment in the in the nephrology kind of social social media sphere, really getting a lot more people involved and incorporating it than we'd ever seen before. And a lot of this really came as a surprise to us. We really kind of had no idea what we were hatching when we were just kind of talking talking <laughs> about this before we got started. Now, uh, uh, now, Matt, is it true that you bet Joel that he would never do this? Uh, and uh, what, what is he leaving out of, of uh, you know, kind of the origins of all this? Uh, I, all I know is I, I got a Twitter direct message from him one day, and he said, hey, let's do March Madness for kidney diseases. And at first, I, you know, I thought, you know, how can we do this? You know, how is this going to be possible? And I've latched on to the idea. I'm a big fan of college basketball, and I thought it would be a great way to pair the two up. And luckily, we had great support from the journal and the blog that we're a part of, and they really helped us out to make it happen. I guess what I did not really comprehend at the time is how much time and effort it would take to make it happen. It was totally well worth it, but uh, we sat on the couch for a few days typing out his 50,000 or 12,000 word documents. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this is the uh, the, the American uh, Journal of, of Kidney Disease. Oh, is, kidney is that what that AKG, yeah. the blog, is that what that is? Yeah, so it's American Journal of Kidney Diseases is the journal, and then EHAKD is the official blog. And this is the journal of the National Kidney Foundation, so it's a very it's a very high profile uh, uh, journal. And they backed us up. This was, I mean, this can our, I mean, this was very well supported when the idea came out, and they were all behind it, the editors and the journal, uh, because there was a lot of educational value for trainees with all the stuff that we wrote. Uh, there was educational value for patients. There was educational value for pretty much anyone who read these. 50,000 words. Uh, but I can, I, what I want to emphasize is the amount of work uh, and really want to give credit uh, for Joel uh, to come up with this idea and, and Matt and all of us to kind of you know, help him out. And there are other people who are not on this call who contributed to some of the writing and really made this happen. And it was uh, a really great, a lot of fun, actually. Um, what's, you know, um, uh, what's Joel? One, Joel, one of the one of the areas that we explored, one of the, a bunch of the teams came from kind of some historical moments in nephrology, and what always surprised me when I was really looking back at this stuff is how involved the National Kidney Foundation was at all these different milestones. You know, one of the things that's unique about the United States medical system is that if you go on dialysis. That is an automatic uh, qualification for Medicare, regardless of your age. If you're 25 years old and something unfortunate happens to you and you end up on dialysis, that's going to be paid for by the government. And thank God that it is because these people almost very rarely are able to keep up on working. They would lose their private health insurance and have all kinds of terrible things happen to them. Dialysis is expensive. And this Medicare benefit came out in 1972, and right there in the front lines fighting for that was the National Kidney Foundation. And so it was interesting writing about that in Neff Madness 
knowing that it was going to go on the blog that was also sponsored by the National Kidney Foundation. It's, uh, yeah, and, and how um, national kidney. Yeah. How um so so when you pitched it to the journal people I mean did they actually know what they were getting into I mean like what 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 is kind of the uh, the nephrology social media kind of state of you know um you know what, what, how was social media viewed in the nephrology community is it or, or is, would you guys gauge it as more of a, a beginner type community or are they starting to learn more about it now or what where would you gauge it at this point. This is Kenar. I mean, this journal, AJKD, I think is way ahead of the game. Uh, I mean, do you agree, Joel and Matt? I think, you know, the fact that they approached us all the way in 2010, uh, I think is the only journal in nephrology right now that is really playing with social media, you know, and letting us explore uh, the possibilities of what amazing things you can do for the journal as, as well as uh, educational and uh, sharing of knowledge. But I, 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 just as Joel Toff, when I look at the different medical specialties and how they're engaged in social media, it seems to me that family practice right up there at the front lines. Yeah, think, baby. Um, That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, sorry. no, absolutely. <laughs> and I think um, emergency medicine is also yeah, highly sophisticated medicine, yeah. in how they do it. They, do, they have very uh, wide-ranging and deep blogs from, from a number of different contributors and urology also very sophisticated with their use of social media um, so i don't think i don't think it's i don't think it's i think nephrology is not at the front uh but by no means are we at the back uh, but i think in internal medicine top specialties we are i think probably one of the first few in, in the do you agree on that yeah cardiology might be one of them ahead of us I don't, I mean, cannot, you know, the thing about cardiology is they, they do have, they, yeah, I, I think you're probably right. Cannot, cardiology does have some very good, yeah. very high profile. Uh, no, they're awful. You know, they're, no, they're, they're a bunch of, begin- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trash talking to cardiologists, you know. <laughs> um, let me do that anyway. But I think the, the grassroots efforts in nephrology will, it, it is, is pretty well, well done. I mean, in cardiology, it's from the top down, but I think in nephrology, it's happening from the ground up. Uh, let me. Uh, yeah, let I think that. Uh, let, let me. Uh, that, I think it's a pretty good, a pretty interesting assessment. Let, let me ask Edgar because uh, you, you were kind of an, an observer to like Neff Madness uh, 1.0, and, and you're more of a contributor now for 2.0. What, what, what was kind of your uh, your sense of being an outsider back then, as far as what is this thing that they're calling Neff Madness last year? Yeah, so when the, when this first came out last year, um, I just started seeing the logo first with a with a ball, and then the tubule, you know, the kidney tubule um, depicted there. And I thought that was interesting. I, and I said, that matters. What, what is that? And and then the trickle of uh, information about it, Nepmatis uh, is coming, Nepmatis is coming, so on and so forth. And, it, of course, it was in line with the March Madness. And so I, I was just thinking, okay, this might be a, a competition or something. And then when... All of this uh, information about the the teams that were put in there, and then the brackets came up, came to be. I, I thought it was just well thought off, and I said, "Oh my God, this is so amazing!" And I, I felt like uh, if I was a, a student or um, a fellow at that time, I, I want to get involved here. And so, 
you know, when it came out, I was, I think I was one of the few, or maybe I'm among the people who, who spent time reading those 50,000 words. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, started, uh, putting my brackets in, and, and it, it was, um, it was very exciting. I, I felt, and I, it was a very good teaching tool, I think. Um, so I had some residents who were kind of on the fence, and I was talking to them about this. They're probably looking at me like, hey, you're a nerd. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're right. a nerd. <laughs> so, um, but, um, I, I, from an outsider looking in, you know, I, I, I felt like it was, it was very, very well conceived, and it was nice to know that it was actually supported by the, uh, by the National Kidney Foundation, um, which, um, as Joel pointed out, had, um, a lot of, a lot to do with, uh, how nephrology is practiced in the U.S. now, nowadays. And being invited to be part of Net Madness 2.0 is, it was, uh, it was an awesome, um, uh, coming. Uh, when Joel called me, I was in Petco with my kids and we were buying some stuff and Joel called me, hey, we want to get involved here. And I said, oh yeah. I didn't even think about it. And I said, yeah, by the way. <laughs> you probably didn't even know it was Joel. You're like, who is this? Uh, what, uh, what? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I'm at Petco. <laughs> Um, so, um, let me come back to, 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 to Joel and Matt. So, I mean, I, I was reading some of this content and, um, you know, just like Edgar said, it's, it's, it's pretty geeky, um, and in a good way. Um, and last year, um, I mean, was it kind of aimed more towards, um, you know, the, specifically the, the nephrology community, because, you know, some of that stuff, you know, is, is pretty specific and it's historical and, and it may not be. Uh, people may not know specifics as far as some of the terms that you're using. Is is that kind of the audience that you were aiming for last year? Yeah, you know when we when we put this together last year, uh, I think the, the unstated goal is that we really wanted this to be an appropriate t- teaching tool at a high level, at a level of people that were already pursuing the field. And I'm not sure if that was a miss, but we're definitely kind of. Uh, uh, reevaluating how we're doing that this year. It was a fun project, but you're right, it was very esoteric at, at, a, at, a, at a very high level. Um, though not across the board, like they were, you know, just like the tournament has different regions, our tournament had different regions, and some of the regions were highly esoteric, and others were much more approachable um, and much more uh, kind of day to day nephrology type experiences that uh, that patients and general internists would come across and, and telepracticianers would come across uh, in terms of some of the drugs that we used, some of the equations that come across, and some of the res- educational resources that we encounter. Matt, you want to? Yeah, uh, this is Matt. Uh, I'll give a few comments about that. And, you know, I think uh, when we first started this, I mean, we were kind of thinking on the fly and we. We didn't sit down and say, here's our goal, here's exactly our audience. We wanted to have a very broad audience to target medical students, residents, fellows, and even funding to nephrology to understand concepts that you might have heard of, but we wanted to go a little bit deeper and do that in a way that was not intimidating and it was actually fun. And on the other side, I think even non-nephrologists, even patients, non-medical people went on and filled out the brackets and read about some of these concepts and really enjoyed it. And so really the overarching goal is to make a product that 
really a wide variety of people can read and really show off everything that is happening in the world of nephrology. And so you'll see in, in whenever we unveil Myth Madness 2.0 2014 that it's going to be a very wide range of things from clinical sciences to basic science to um, patient care, drugs, anything that can affect or could potentially affect the field of nephrology is fair game for Neff Madness. You know, what, one of the, this is Joel Toff again, one of the aspects of nephrology uh, that a lot of people don't appreciate is that we end up being the blood pressure experts. You know, there was a time when uh, cardiologists were, a blood, were blood pressure experts, but as, as they've gotten more and more advanced in uh, cardiac care and, and uh, uh, revascularization, a lot of the bread and butter hypertension stuff has kind of moved downstream to, and the nephrologists are really, uh, to a large extent, the experts on this now. And we're including the entire uh, section of our Neff Madness on some of uh, uh, the most important concepts in high blood pressure, which is great, you know, because this uh, 2014 really is the year uh, when uh, high blood pressure management is going to take a turn. Uh, two major organizations have put out new blood pressure management goals. One of them is uh, the Joint National Commission, which is a giant U.S. task force that comes up with clinical practice guidelines, and they really changed the book on blood pressure management. And then another one, uh, an organization called ADGO, which is an international organization, a global organization, really focused on improving the quality of nephrology care. They also came out with blood pressure guidelines. And we are just salivating at putting that bracket together and putting KD go up against JNC8, <laughs> you know, in a, in, in a battle of the blood pressure guidelines. Oh, oh, it is going to be, it is going to be vicious. That's going to, that's going to go to overtime. I can see it now. Yeah, I know. Uh, as a, as a primary care doc, I, I uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the nephrologists are, are, are my go-to people as far as uh, blood pressure and hypertension, not only in my office but also in a hospital setting because I, I, uh, our group still goes to the hospital. So definitely. Uh, uh, reflect that, and uh, you know, I, I do have some some medical professionals and docs that that listen uh, to to this uh, to this show as well. And uh, I'll just kind of just throw it out there: what what uh, um, what do your guys take on on some of these new specific guidelines and what they're recommending? And uh, do you think it's it's more confusing or less confusing, or you guys happy with them or not? Or just kind of throwing that out there for anybody? Hey, Edgar, you want to take that? Yeah, sure. You know, um, again, the objective of the guidelines is, I mean, you know, we have to re re remember that these are guidelines. These are, in a way, they, they are based on um, evidence um, from the literature. Uh, a long time ago, we would practice this way because this is what our mentors did. And when you ask, you know, why, was that, why is it that way? Well, it's because that's how it's always been done. Nowadays, there are guidelines, and these guidelines are, again, you have to kind of scrutinize uh, um, how these guidelines are made, what is the purpose of the guidelines, who is the primary audience this is uh, geared for. Um, and, you know, talking about, you know, since we brought up the JNC-8 guidelines, I think one of the comments I, I would say about that is that the JNC-8 guidelines was primarily geared to the primary care setting, you know. When we talk about the KDGO hypertension guidelines, it's more geared towards the patients with chronic kidney disease. 
So again, the guidelines kind of differ in certain aspects. Um, and it's like, in a way, you might say you're comparing apples to oranges. Um, and, and so, you know, as a physician, I, I think you can look at these guidelines and then take your, take your two cents and then apply it. Uh, and at the end of the day, when you see your patients, you just want to do what's best for them. Of course, you want to have something to, to support what you're doing. And I think that that's where the guidelines fit in. Um, that's my, my, my take on that. Anybody else? You know, what a, yeah, you know, to me, the, the, the big deal in the JNC guidelines, the way I see it, is that they relaxed blood pressure goals by about 10 points. And they just said, hey, that blood pressure of 135 over 85 is good enough. It's fine. You no longer need to intensify the medical care. And to me, that is such a breath of fresh air. It was These are guidelines that came out of actual clinical trial data and not somebody saying, well, in the best case, you would try to get this because when you actually look at what happens when you treat patients, there is a real consequence to over-treatment. And, that, and I think in previous guidelines that were more opinion-based and were less evidence-based, that was not appreciated. And I, 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 am, I was so happy to see the way the JNC-8 guidelines went. I think they really are uh, much better at uh, appreciating kind of real-world circumstances and how patients really need to be treated. I am sure there are individuals that would benefit from more aggressive blood pressure control, but you need to really pick out those diamonds in the rough. And as mm-hmm. general guidelines go, I think these are much more realistic. This is Kenar. I think uh, even for the elderly, the guidelines would make it really, I think, appropriate based on evidence, you know, not to lower too much because I have seen consequences of that. And it's, uh, it's you know, medications are not benign. Wow! All right. So you know that, that, that's why you that, guys yeah, that, are. Mark, Mike, Doctor Mike, what's your what's your? What, we, you can't get out of here. I want to hear your opinion on them. Well, you deal with this all the time. It's got to be one of the most your most comp- common diseases. You know, we're we're uh, what's what's exciting for primary care is that you know we're we're going to be you know really diving into this, and and I admit you know that I haven't really taken that nosedive into it, um, but I know, uh, you know a lot of the family medicine and primary care CMEs are going to be going to, they're going to be, you know, looking at this. Um, and obviously it's going to be on our boards as well. So um, kind of my I- initial, what I've been reading and kind of, you know, my initial take is it, I mean, it, I don't know, it seems a little bit simpler to me um, than previous, but, you know, I, I haven't really kind of got my nose into the grindstone yet on that. But I mean, and that's what I'm hearing from some of my primary care colleagues as well. Um, so I, I, I don't remember when they came out with the last one, but it's been a few years. So it's, uh, I mean, just yeah, like essential. It, 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 was, was it O two? Was it O two when the, when JNC seven came out? I think it's two thousand three. Yeah, two thousand three. Ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike, when you do, when you want to dive deep into the hypertension, when invite us back. I'd love to be on for that conversation. I think this <laughs> stuff. I love this stuff. <laughs> that's that's why these are the go-to guys. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's very interesting, uh, very interesting topic. So uh, you I, this, are this, this Edgar, you know, I want to share something. I, when um, I was talking to Dr. Backris from University of Chicago, 
before the JMC-8 came out. And, you know, um, he is intricately involved with hypertension guidelines, although I know he's not a member of the JMC-8 team. I think he's been a member of the previous JMCs. And he told me, of course, he could not disclose anything before the actual publication comes out. He, he disclosed to me, he said, you know, the guidelines might be a little bit more lenient as far as blood pressure is concerned. And boy, when it came out, I, 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 was, telling, I was telling him, look, um, when I, before the JNC guide, eight, guide, eight guidelines came, came to be, I thought my batting average for blood pressure control was like 50%. <laughs> After the JNC 8 came out, it's like I'm batting like 99%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I, and and I think that's right. I want to say really, one thing and back up what Joel said. I said, you know, this comes from a lot of clinical trial data. And so we're not saying we're relaxing the guidelines because it's easier to treat, but this actually comes from real-world clinical trials that are rigorously performed, and it shows that there is risk in going too low with blood pressure, and that's why this occurred. And and to, and to back up exactly what Edgar says is that it really was the last few points of blood pressure that were so difficult to get <laughs> that it just required tremendous effort and you know, just you know, we, movement of ten millimeters. That's all the difference was. Just made everything so much easier, and it it really, I I, I completely concur with Edgar. It, it, and I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan. Of me, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I can't stand. <laughs> All right. Um, so see, Edgar, you, you, you got to understand that Edgar's from Chicago, and I'm from Detroit, and, and there's we have natural. You know, we're, don't put us in the same fish tank with between between the Bears and the White Sox and the Tigers. It's, it's just a it's all out war. Bull, oh, Blackhawks and Red Wings. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all out war sometimes. Oh my. Don't get me started with Jay Cutler. Okay. Oh my. God. <laughs> Man, before well, before a fight breaks out, <laughs> um, you are uh, listening to the Mike Savilla Radio Program here on Block Talk Radio, DrMikeSavilla.com. And uh, I think these guys are loosening up now. So I, I think we can uh, – uh, these are the guys from Neff Mattis, the Neff Mattis guys, uh, Joel Tuff, Kenar Javari, Matt Sparks, uh, and Edgar Irma. And so let's uh, let's talk about uh, Neff Madness 2.0. And uh, I'll, I'll throw it to Joel here and, and tell us uh, about Neff Madness 2.0, Neff Madness 2014. How are things are going to be different? When uh, it, uh, when's the opening day? Uh, uh, t- tell us what, what we need to know for 2.0 this year. Yeah, so uh, the, the 1.0 was really kind of a shoestring operation. Uh, we really just uh, uh, threw this together. Uh, really in, in, a, in a very little bit of time without a lot of planning and a budget of zero dollars. And this year, uh, really riding the wave of success from last year, we have a, we've been able to correct all those situations. And the first of the thing that we were able to correct was we got a budget this year. And so we've got some professional graphic design. We've got an awesome new logo. We were able to do some custom programming. And so now our brackets are going to be as cool and as sophisticated as the brackets you find on Yahoo Sports or CBS Sports. And so you'll just be able to use a, just a click and a drag to select your brackets. I think we're going to get a lot more participation from that. Last year we kind of had a hybrid system where you could print out the brackets and fill them out with a pencil and take a picture. It's a horrible situation. Uh, this year it's going to be super slick. And then the other thing that we did this year is – 
terms of generating the teams, last year we kind of sat down with you know at, at our desk and thought about what we wanted to do and had a couple of conference calls. This year we really went around and we got some of the nation's experts in different fields, uh, different areas of nephrology and kidney disease to come together. Dr. Lerma talked about uh, Dr. Bacris, George Bacris. He is just a legend in hypertension, and he's helping us with our hypertension bracket. We got uh, Sarah Fauble, who is a, uh, a basic science researcher at the forefront of acute kidney injury, and she's helping us with acute kidney injury. We got Glenn Chertow, who might be the hottest nephrology researcher, clinical researcher in the world. He does trials all over, not just, not no basic science stuff, all patient-oriented clinical trials in widely ranging fields of nephrology, and he is helping us with our dialysis uh, bracket. Uh, it, is, it really is a, a star-studded field. Uh, Matt, can you tell us about who you got doing uh, regeneration? So uh, we've recruited Stuart Shanklin from the University of Washington to cover some of the really interesting aspects of kidney regeneration that's happening, trying to understand how the kidney repairs from injury and how in the future we might be able to use the information we've gained from that to help patients. Yeah, and, that, and that's actually one of the things that's unique to kidney disease. And Mike, you got to understand this, that lots of organs, you know, we always talk about how when you have a stroke, the brain can never repair. All you're left with is scar, or the same thing with the heart attack. Once you've had a heart attack, that part of the heart is gone forever. The kidney's not like that. The kidney can regenerate. So you can have someone go from complete kidney shutdown to 100% function later on. And being able to understand how that works and to be able to accelerate that is a super important step in, uh, in nephrology care. Dr. Uh, uh, Kanar, can you tell us about uh, the biologics category? Yeah, so that's another category of like drugs that are being used uh, to attack some of the uh, diseases of the kidney that affect the, you know, cause antibody production and attack itself. Um, and there's some new drugs that are borrowed from the oncology world. And, you know, the experts of that are, you know, from uh, Columbia University, Glomerular Center, and one of them is Jonathan Hogan, who's an up-and-coming star in glomerular diseases. So he's going to be running that section. So he's very excited about that. Right. And probably our best steal is we got uh, Dr. Goldfarb. And I call him a steal because Dr. Goldfarb works for another blog from another journal. And, uh, and uh, we brought him over to Neff Madness, and he's going to be doing our kidney stone section. He's, uh, you know, kidney stones are one of the most common diseases of the kidney outside of hypertension. After that, it's probably kidney stones. About 10% of men get kidney stones during their lives, and, uh, and this guy is one of the world's experts on it. And uh, we have a great bracket on kidney stones, a lot of interesting stuff in there. How did you pitch them to be a part of this project? I mean, that, that's got to be uh, a very interesting phone call or whatever. He paid them. You know, uh, we, we, this is Edgar's specialty. He is the pitch man. Because Edgar has written all these textbooks, he knows everybody. And so I said, hey, I know he's a fan of Neff Madness from the first time. I saw it all about Twitter. He was definitely engaged on that. Let's see if we can bring him in and get him to find these, get these people around. And he has been, he has just unlocked every door he came across. And he's from Chicago. And honestly, I think, 
Yeah, and he's from Chicago. Despite despite being from Chicago, <laughs> uh, actually, Mike, I'm, I I did my training at the University of Chicago, so I've got some, I've got some roots there. Um, uh, and then when so after Edgar unlocks the door and introduces them and gets them to to listen to us for a few minutes, I think they when we tell them what Neff Madness is and what we plan to do. Usually they think we're absolutely crazy. That's a good sign. Kind of in a good, fun-loving type of craziness. I, I can definitely you know, relate like, to that <laughs> in my specialty. Yeah, and they're like, okay, I'll play along. <laughs> that sounds nutty enough. How? What, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, yeah, exactly. And then a 50,000-minute phone call. You better watch it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, as long as they don't ignore you and they think you're crazy, then you've got them. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so... Uh, and so it's 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 worked out. It's worked out surprisingly well. We've been delighted with it. Um, and, and you guys have already touched on this too, Joel. I mean, it's a, it, it seems like it's kind of uh, energized or re-energized in the nephrology community. I wonder if if you can touch on, or or, or maybe Kanarkin can touch on, you know, the importance of, of promoting nephrology as a specialty to medical students, and and you know, and, and you know, is there going to be a problem of not enough, you know, nephrologists coming up in the future? Matt, you want to take that? Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, this is Matt again. Well, you know, our specialty is in a crisis right now, and the crisis is we cannot get enough interested residents going into the field of nephrology. And there's, it, it, it's kind of uh, multiple fronts of, of why this is the case. We don't quite understand what is happening, but one of the things that we, we feel that could potentially help this uh, problem is by um, promoting the field online during using social media, and that's one of the things that all of us are passionate about is nephrology, and we want to show nephrology in a good light um, and hook people into why we're passionate about it and why it is a very um, rewarding specialty to go into. So for us, we 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 think we were successful last year in this. We're going to try to do this again and see what we can continue the momentum that was created. And it's a real problem. And and it's not just that all oh, we need more nephrology people, but there's a shortage of nephrologists, and it's a big deal because there's more and more patients that are needing nephrologists. And so that pipeline really needs to be filled. It needs to be filled with people that are really good really passionate about what they're doing. Yeah, Mike, you know, everybody knows that there's an epidemic of diabetes in the United States, and the end of that diabetes pipeline is kidney disease. And so, you know, it, it, it doesn't attack in the first couple of years of diabetes, but it, that's one of the target organs for that disease. And so all those, you know, all those Americans, that, that one-third of America that has diabetes, they are all at high risk for kidney disease and are going to need talented kidney doctors to take care of them. And to, uh, to, to let kind of my, my non-medical audience know, um, kind of the path to be a, a nephrologist is you, you get your undergraduate degree and then you do four years of medical school. What kind of, let my audience know, what comes after that? And you do After a, that, you, do, you go to internal medicine residency, which is three years long, and then 
Um, during your second or third year, you pick which specialty you want to go to uh, into, um, which could be a cardiology, could be uh, nephrology and what we're talking about, or it could be other things such as um, uh, endocrinology, infectious diseases, uh, rheumatology, hematology. And nephrology is then a clinically, you know, the clinical fellowship is usually around two years extra on top of that. Or if it's a research fellowship, uh, it would be three to four years uh, long. So, you know, after graduating from undergrad, you have another roughly eight to nine years of training. Don't worry, it only feels like 15. <laughs> <laughs> have the, the Neff Madness guys getting ready for Neff Madness 2014, Neff Madness 2.0, uh, Joel Tuff, Kinnar Javari, Matt Sparks, and Edgar Irma. So in our remaining minutes here, um, I just want a couple, just a, uh, a couple other uh, areas. Um, Joel, I just kind of wanted to, to, to review some of the, uh, you know, you got a lot of positive uh, media coverage, social media coverage last year. Um, I know you shared with me a, a link uh, from Forbes.com. Uh, talking about that, can you touch a little bit upon uh, you know some of the uh, the social media support that you got uh, last year, even outside of your community? Yeah, you know, we 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 uh, once we once this thing went live and we kind of pitched it on Twitter and through Facebook and then through our blogs. One of the things that was super exciting was was to see other people spin off of it. There's a uh, a pediatric nephrologist in Oklahoma. Uh, Pascal Lane, and she there was there was no bigger fan of Neff Madness than her, and she did about a dozen blog posts predicting what was going to happen, talking about her brackets and seeing how it was going to go, you know, and uh, and probably the biggest uh, blog in our field is a, a blog called the Renal Fellow Network, a blog that's run by. Uh, nephrology um, trainees, people that are in the process of learning nephrology, which is actually it's a great concept for a blog because seeing the field through the eyes of beginners is so fresh and uh, and they're all you know they, they, they have an excitement from seeing things for the first time so they do a lot of great posts there and they also got very excited about Neff madness and they posted a, they did a number of posts also about how this was developing. And um, and then uh, we we got su- support from uh, from uh, uh, Bertie Mesko. This is the uh, what is he Hungarian social media star. Uh, he also yeah, also did a post in support of what was that ScienceRoll.com. Yeah, very 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 high. Yeah, very exactly very right. uh, very yeah. prominent uh, very prominent blog. All, all, all of it earned. Like you know, that, that, I mean, that, that, and in the end, that's the great thing about the, I think, the medical blogosphere, is that it, it's not people don't come with fame and kind of become a Justin Bieber and get a million followers on day one. Like people that build up those types of of, of social media uh, support do it through the trenches, right? Groundwork, just doing blogging, making connections, talking with people, interacting on social media. Uh, and he, you know, he, science role is great, and he gets all the support, all the support and accolades that he deserves. Um, so, and also, uh, Joel, you, uh, Joel submitted an abstract to the American Society of Nephrology 
um, for last year I was at, um, um, what was it, San Diego? Atlanta. Oh, sorry, Atlanta, yeah. And, and and he presented orally. And having an oral presentation as opposed to a poster is usually more prestigious. And, you know, the whole society had kind of supported this uh, this excellent idea. And we got a lot of uh, support following that, a lot of media presence because it was presented over there. Um, you know, because it's uh, one of the largest meetings for nephrologists. Yeah, that was that was that was a huge surprise. It was uh, it was really fun. All right. Um, so I, I mean, in our in our closing moments here, and, and we can kind of you know go around the horn, or or if people just want to chime in, uh, I'll start with Joel again. I mean, it's you know, what, what do you? What are you hoping to, that will happen this year? I know that that I did see uh, something in your presentation. You you know submitted the you know the uh, the hashtag to simpler and and uh, I saw some of your uh, metrics there and uh, pretty good metrics uh, starting out in the first week and um, you know like a lot of other projects kind of you know um, uh, you know went uh, you know down a little bit over the next few weeks but a very good first. Um, First uh, data. Um, what, what do you guys hope is going to be happening uh, this year with with Nef Madness 2014? You know, I, you know, I think I think that's a, a great a great question. When you, when as you're planning these things, it is so hard to to imagine. You know, all, all I do is stay up at night wondering if this thing is going to flop, and there's a lot of stress <laughs> before it drops, right? And uh, you know, I'm I'm. You know, when, I, when we started the second December, I wanted it to be ten times as big as Nef Madness 2015. Now I just want it to be as big as it was last year. You, know, you hope for you hope for it to be a huge success. Um, uh, and I think we've put in the work, and I think we've got a lot of good ideas for this year. Uh, but uh, in the end, you have no idea how it's gonna how people are gonna respond to it until it shows up. And uh, you know, fingers are crossed that uh, people will uh, enjoy it, people will interact with it, people will participate. Um, you know, the question about participation downstream, are people going to keep coming back like that? You're exactly right. Last year we had a big boom in that first week, and it really trickled off after that. But I think that's kind of the nature of these types of things. You know, unlike the real, you know, uh, uh, Net, March Madness tournament, I think we don't get increased drama as you move down the stream. You know, it's all very, there's, it's all very artificial when you create your teams on this. And I, I, part of that, I think, is kind of inherent in nature. I'm not sure how we can break through. But we are going to give it 100%, and we are going to have many sleepless nights going forward. Much coffee will be drunk if we put this together. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping for 24,000 words this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give a few comments myself. Uh, yeah, so you know, the salesperson is Joel, and he sell he he sells the, the idea. I take it, and um, I probably lose more sleep than him. Uh, send out a few emails to shake everyone up. Um, I'm I'm all about the deadline, and I want to get it done. And I, I, right now, I just want to get everything completed and get this thing out there. So. I think, um, yeah, when we do this, we want it to be professional, want it to look nice, and I really don't care how many people go to it, as long as it looks great and it has great content. And if one person learns something new, I think that we have, uh, we've, it's been a success. Uh, 
Um, all right, all right, and and, I, and Joel, I'm going to ask you to, to share the story that that I saw on your on your video there. That uh, you probably got a lot of emails and things, but uh, I know that you got a uh, um, an email uh, from actually I think it was a patient who completed a bracket and uh, um, shared with you how much. Uh, um, they enjoyed the process and who they pick, why they pick, and uh, um, can you share a little bit about uh, some of the feedback that you yeah, got from patients? You know, uh, yeah, her, her name was, was Vicky. She was a, a dialysis patient when she came across this, and we had interacted on Twitter a bit before. You know, the one of the crazy things that happened in nephrology is one of the medicines we thought was very beneficial, a medicine called EPO, uh, ended up. Uh, uh, not being the panacea that we thought and really had some unexpected side effects. It's a drug we still use. We just, our enthusiasm for it has really waned. And uh, we've been talking back and forth, uh, you know, really among doctors about that implications. And she had chimed in as a patient, giving her experience. And it was, it was awesome seeing that. And so enough madness dropped, you know, I sent her an email and I said, hey, why don't you do this? And, uh, and she sent me back an email, and it was just, it was so touching because she was really into it, right? She went, she went through, read all 12,000 words right to the very end. You know, as you, as you said, Mike, a lot of the stuff was very esoteric, and she said, you know what? I didn't understand a lot of stuff, but stuff I did understand, I answered based on how it affected me. And, I, and she went through kind of her brackets. I chose this one, I chose that one. And then at the end of it, she said, you know, and at the end, the winner I picked out of these 64 was transplant because I'm waiting for a transplant myself. And I've had a couple of false alarms where they called me and they told me that a kidney might be available. It turned out not to be a good kidney. But I got my fingers crossed and I hope for it to happen. And uh, I'll tell you, when I read that letter at the, uh, at the American Society of Nephrology at the national meeting, I... It was all I could do to keep myself together. I almost cried up on that presentation. It was really, it was really a very touching letter. And um, uh, Transplantation did win in Neth Madness 2013. She was right about that pick. And, um, and subsequently, Vicky has gotten her transplant and is doing well. She's off dialysis now, so it's a great success story for her, too. And, you know, in the end, uh, we learn all this science so that we can help our patients that without our patients, there is nothing for us to do. And I, so I think when I heard great. that story at ASN, it really motivated me to stay involved and, and all the time and effort we spent to make this a success touches lives, and that's powerful. And that's what social media is. It can really reach a, a wide audience and impact people in ways you can't even understand. So... For us, and for me in particular, when he read that letter, I realized that all the time we spent to make this was well spent. So, uh, but before I ask you guys for your for your closing thoughts, what, where where can people find out more information about Neff Madness 2014? EAJKD.com. It's a lot of letters. Five of them, not so many letters, five letters. E for electronic and then AJKD for American Journal of Kidney Disease dot com. All right. And we'll be right there on the homepage. March sixteenth, which is Selection Sunday, we'll also we will drop our brackets on Selection Sunday. <laughs> and then it'll be a it'll be a mad scramble as everybody fills out their brackets in the first week or so before we start uh, unveiling 
unveiling the winners going forward, and we'll announce our champion concurrent probably on the Monday after the championship for the final four. Very good, very good. So, so before I let you guys go, uh, I, I will ask you uh, for your closing thoughts, and it will be one of two things. One, why should people uh, you know, be a part of Neff Madness this year? Or if you want to you know, just give one more plug for nephrology, why it's important, why you love doing it. Uh, and my guests on the line uh, uh, have been uh, the guys from Neff Madness. Um, and uh, uh, they've been uh, Joel Toff, Kinar Javari, Matt Sparks, and Edgar Lerma. So let me... Um, let me go to, to Edgar first because I mean you're you're like the the new kid on the block on this Neff Madness thing, Neff Madness uh, 2.0, and uh, um, you know when you talk to people or you know when you get people trying to get excited about Neff Madness, what, what do you tell them? What, why should people participate this year, there, Edgar? Well, um, basically it's the same reason uh, why I participated last year. I, I thought the concept was very interesting and it was very engaging for me as a as a kidney specialist. Um, so nowadays, you know, um, in the days that are preceding the actual brackets uh, to come out, um, I, when I talk to residents and students, I, I, I tell them how excited I am about Madness, which is coming out. Sometimes uh, some of the patients, I do tell them that uh, I'm working on a project and this is what it is. And, you know, you want to get people more involved, more engaged, and I think this is one way to reach out, especially, you know, a while ago, we talked about people who were not, you know, the shortage of those astrology workforce, and I, I'm hoping this is, in one way or another, going to help them, um, you know, uh, gear towards nephrology as a subspecialty. You know, be, be, um, I'd like to say, um, end my thought by saying, you know, um, I am a nephrologist, I'm a kidney specialist, but a long time ago, when I was a medical student, I really wanted to become a cardiologist. And what happened was when I started doing my rotations in internal medicine and cardiology, I did not like the sort of lifestyle like uh, uh, our cardiologist was always in the building, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And I said, you know what, you know, this is not for me. I want to go into the, to a specialty which is closest to cardiology because I really like the pathophysics of the heart. And everybody thought I was going to go pulmonary. And I said, you know, the lungs are only close to cardiology by proximity, but <laughs> physiologically speaking, it's really the kidneys, and hence I became a nephrologist. And uh, everybody follow Edgar on Twitter, uh, Edgar V. Lerma, MD, also put it on my Twitter uh, account as well, so uh, great thoughts from uh, from the uh, the textbook guy, so <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so... Um, <laughs> Matt Sparks, Reno so Fellow uh, Network, renofellow.blogspot.com. Uh, what are your uh, closing thoughts for my audience there, Matt? Well, uh, you know, I, I wanted to tell people, to, you know, just test it out. Try it. If you're not even interested in a problem, if you're not in the field, you're family practice, you're a patient, uh, you're just interested to see what it is, get on there, read some of the, to- uh, the topics that we've created. We've tried to make them to where you could understand them. Uh, and, and just take some time to learn a little bit, and that's the thing that it's going to be interesting is that you're going to learn without even knowing it. And uh, so it, I think Joel has termed it it's uh, edutainment. Um, and so I think uh, to me uh, it, it's exciting, it's fun, it's, un- it's not predictable. You're not going to know who's going to win each week. Go on, 
follow it through the entire tournament, and, and by the end, you'll learn so many new concepts. And um, the battlefields of nephrology, uh, you know, we've tried in numerous ways to highlight in this tournament why the nephrology, why a nephrology career is exciting. Not only in science, the new discoveries that are being made, clinical care of patients, transplantation. Uh, advances in dialysis and peritoneal dialysis, and blood pressure treatment. There's so many things happening, and so I think that that is where you can see the field in this tournament. Um, so yeah, I go online hkdblog.org and see what's going on March 16th. Very good. Very good. Uh, Kennard Javari, also from nephronpower.com. I enjoy that website as well. What are your uh, closing thoughts, sir? No, it's, uh, I just wanted to say that it's been a pleasure working with Joel, Matt, Edgar, and, you know, the second um, phase launch of uh, Neph Madness is going to be, I think, much more exciting because we have a new platform, we have these content experts, and it's going to be, I think, uh, mind-boggling. And I think it's going to take it to the next level. Uh, you know, residents already in my institution excited about it. Fellows are waiting for it. Um, you know, and I'm sure some of the patients will like uh, the way it's going to look and feel. And at the same time, how professional it's going to look. In terms of nephrology, I think um, it is like Matt said, going to highlight all the different aspects of nephrology. And I just want to make a pitch out for the, any medical student listening to this or any resident that. It is, you know, a very exciting field. Um, there is a workforce shortage, so you will definitely have a job if you go into it. So, it, 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 you know, there's something to say about, uh, you know, kidney doctors. You know, they're almost considered the smartest uh, internist, if we will. Uh, and uh, Joel Toff, also from the Precious Body Fluids blog, pbfluids.com. Bring us home there, Joel. What, uh, what are your closing thoughts there, sir? You know, uh, I think that this uh, development of social media as a way of communicating between doctors and patients, uh, among doctors and among other health professionals, I think it's revolutionary and super exciting. But it's sometimes when you talk to social media skeptics, they just it's so hard for them to understand, well, what would I do when I go there? And when you can get an event like Neff Madness where you're like, hey, we're going to have a bunch of nephrology terms and they're going to be competing against each other and you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to uh, vote for the ones that you want to see and you're going to get points for if you do a really good job, uh, this, is an op- this is an opportunity. This is a, a great way to introduce them to the concept and give them something that's very easy for them to understand to come to social media and check it out. And I think once they come, they come for Neff Madness and they're going to stay for the relationships. And that it's, I think it's a great bait or lure to bring new faces and new people to medical social media. And I, and I think we all benefit as that population and that pool gets larger. Ah, so there, the last at the end, that is the that is the grand plan of this Neff Madness. I think I've got it now. <laughs> to get people into the field, to hypnotize them, to say, yes, you will be a nephrologist. Huh? It took me an hour, but I got to the bottom of things. <laughs> um, 
I, I want to thank you guys just for uh, 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 you know just coming on the show. And Joel, thanks for your persistence uh, for following up with me and and to get this done. This was a great. Uh, uh, a great time with you guys, and yeah, I, sh- I should bring you guys back to you talk about some content and hypertension and, and uh, you know, whatever else that you guys want to talk about. Uh, uh, it's been uh, great fun for me. Uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on. It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, let's, it's let me see, let me get this right here. E A K J D dot com, the official blog of the American Journal of Kidney Diseases. Uh, thanks so much for, for coming on, uh, you guys. So yeah, thanks again to the guys from Neff Madness. Uh, they uh, now have NeffMadness.com, NeffMadness.com, and a really cool website. Go and uh, check that out. That gives you all the information that you need uh, to pick your brackets, bracketology. So uh, uh, best of luck to them for uh, for this year. Uh, last year. Uh, was wildly successful, and uh, I know that people are going to have a a great time uh, this year again. So it begins on Sunday, 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 um, and um, uh, March sixteenth, Sunday, March sixteenth, uh, twenty fourteen. And but you can get more information at nethmadness dot. Com. And uh, thanks again for the guys for coming on. That is my show uh, for today. Thanks for everybody who are listening. Uh, my name is uh, Mike Savella. You can go to drmikesavella.com to uh, check out the website there. And uh, just life has been just so busy for me to do these on a regular basis. I'm hoping to clear some of my schedule uh, to uh, get back and chat with all of you, interview people, and just have a darn good time doing it. So... <laughs> Thanks again for all of you uh, who are listening live and those of you who have downloaded the podcast and checked out the website and support all of my social media projects. I am very much grateful for that. So my name is Mike Savilla. Go check out drmikesavilla.com. Have a good rest of the week. Have a good weekend. And we will talk to you all very soon. Uh, Good day, everybody.